Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this set of videos, we'll look at the workflow of the burn-in metadata tools in the 2020.2 update of the Flame products. This allows you to access loads of metadata from your media and the sequence that you can burn onto your images. Burn-in metadata is accessible in all areas of the Flame products where you need it. So you'll find it as a timeline effects, as a node in batch and batch effects, and as a separate module in the tools area of the desktop. If you'd like to follow along, please use your own media as this video is not footage specific. Now let's take a look at how it works. Starting off with the most common use case, here is an edited sequence and you would like to add burn-in timecodes on top of the edit. Since burn-in metadata is available as a timeline effects, you apply it like any other effects tool in the sequence. Now you could apply it directly to a selected segment. However, the timeline effects will only apply to this shot. In most cases, you'll probably want to burn in metadata for the whole sequence. So I suggest creating an empty track above the edit, click the effects button, and apply a burn in metadata timeline effects to the gap segment. Now let's say for instance, that you want to see source timecode, record timecode, and the duration. In the effects ribbon, click the pull down menu and choose to add source timecode from the list. This creates a new metadata layer within the timeline effects, which is pulling the information from the underlying tracks in the sequence. Click the pull down menu again and add a record timecode layer. And finally, add a duration layer. So the first pull down menu allows you to select, add, delete, and duplicate metadata layers. The second pull down menu controls the properties and options of the selected layer. For example, ensure the record timecode layer is selected and switch to the alignment menu using the second pull down. Use the Y position slider to move the record timecode to the bottom of the screen. Change to the source timecode layer and also move that to the bottom of the screen. You could also move the duration layer, but I think you get the point. So this is a very simple example and it's quick to make. You can even save this as a custom timeline effects in the media panel and reuse it as many times as you like. Now it's also easy to control how the metadata is displayed. If you change the pull-down to text, you have all the properties you can change with the font. One very important point I'd like to highlight is the Apply to All button. This allows you to change the properties to all the metadata layers. For example, you can set a custom color, like yellow, and all the metadata layers are affected. If you just wanted to affect the current layer, Turn off Apply to All and set the source timecode to green and the record timecode to red. So you can customize the colors, and this is indicated by the custom indication in the button. However, you can also utilize the color of the segments 
as well as the colour of the timeline to define the text as well as the background. For example, switch to the background properties and re-enable Apply to All. Now for the colour, it can be set to Custom which is black. If you switch that to Clip, it goes red because I had originally set the timeline clip as red via the media panel. If you change it to Segment, the colour of the background will match the colour of each segment. If no colour is assigned to the segment, it will revert to the custom colour. So from a visual standpoint, it should help you identify different segments in the sequence. However, what is even more important to discuss is where segment metadata is actually being pulled from. Take source timecode for example. For edits using a single track, Burnin Metadata looks down at the segments on track 1 and retrieves the source timecode information. Since there is only one timecode to deal with, it's pretty straightforward. However, if you go to a multi-layer stack like this, the colour and the source timecode are being sourced from the topmost layer. If you switch to source timecode and look at the text properties, you can see that the track is set to current. If you switch the track to back, the displayed metadata will always come from video track 1 regardless of any video track layering. This is handy if you always want to monitor the source timecode of the background plate and not the additional graphics or compositing elements. However, if you do want to monitor a specific video track, you first change the setting to Custom. Next, go to the Options menu and you can choose the track from the pull-down menu. Each time you change the track focus, you'll be told that this Timeline effects will use a new custom track to source its metadata. When you approve the change, the timecodes and colours will be sourced from the designated custom track. If you want to source your metadata from the current track again, just switch to the text properties and change the track to current. The custom track setting will also work with other metadata layers that pull information from a segment on a particular track. So please bear that in mind. Now before you move on to the next video, the Duration Metadata layer also has some very useful additions that you'll want to know about. Firstly, select the layer using the pull-down menu and switch to the layer specific properties. Here you can toggle between frame and timecode display, so that's quite handy. However, in the middle of the effects ribbon, you can set the timing modes which can represent different durations. For example, if you switch to Timeline Clip, the display duration is for the entire sequence. The Segment option will show you the duration of each segment under the positioner. So if you scrub or play the sequence, the duration will update per segment. Even if the positioner crosses over a gap segment, the duration for that segment will be displayed. Now the segment setting only calculates the duration for the exact length of the segment in the sequence. But if you change the mode to Source Media, the display duration will be for the entire source used in the segment. This is the whole source media, including any frame handles.
could be useful if you're trying to find segments that may need consolidation. The final timing mode is in to out. With no markers on the timeline, the duration is the entire length of the sequence. But as soon as you mark an endpoint and an outpoint, the display duration will update to the length between the markers. So this is good for isolating the timings of a specific region of the edit. If you just use an endpoint, the duration will be from the endpoint until the end of the sequence. If you only use an outpoint, the duration will be from the first frame of the sequence to the outpoint. Please note that if you export with markers, the duration will be exported as part of the frames. So that's the basic workflow of creating burn-in metadata in your timeline, but you've only scratched the surface. In the next video, you'll go through some of the other metadata tags, as well as customizations through the effects editors. There is also another workflow of stacking up multiple burn-in metadata in the sequence. And don't forget that burn-in metadata is also available in batch and batch effects. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to the Flame 2020.2 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel and click the bell to be notified for future videos. Thanks for watching and hope to see you soon.